0: hello everyone welcome back all of you to my podcast hope you all are fine and taking a very good care of yourself well dear all as you all can see that today's episode's topic is was it really an effective strategy well who devised this strategy and when was it really an effective one well we will learn about the strategy but before that you need to listen to me carefully okay well today you know what happened from the past so many days i was just thinking that when the weather will change and i could see some droplets of water Hmm, and today in the morning also what happened at 6 o'clock in the morning I saw that sun god was smiling at me I also gave a smile to him as he is a sun god he is giving light to all of us isn't it but still keeping a hope in my heart I was Thinking only about the rain, and yes, you know what? What happened during the daytime? Suddenly, I saw the weather changed, and now I'm hoping for the rains. So I'm putting, or I can say, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, and yes, I'm just hoping that my hope should not shatter today. But at least I have got some strong point in my mind that yes, I can think, all I can see, I can imagine and there is a power in the imagination. Trust me, those who were in that phase of Indian freedom struggle, they were also having some hopes. and this small hope with this advent of with an advent of the strategy they got some hope and they decided that yes they can also achieve what freedom yes dear all i'm talking here about the revolutionary wallets the period of indian national movement when service, suffering, and sacrifice became the motto of one organization, revolutionaries were active not just in action but in their ideology too. And that is why they had firm belief in their principles. Right? Their saga of bravery and self sacrifice is a dominant factor in the Indian revolutionary movement. And the strategy about which I am talking continuously is revolutionary violence. And that was being devised during this phase. And the most important figure of this phase, about whom we will be talking about was Bhagwati Hmm. So are you all ready to listen about him? Good, very good. Born on November 15, 1902. In a very excellent family of Lahore, in undivided Punjab, known for his loyalty to British Raj, he got married to Durga Devi, who who also became an anti-social, oh, not social, anti-colonial revolutionary, like her husband. Who was her husband? Bhagwati Charanvara. Yes, you all are right. So she was popularly known as Durga Bhabi. Well, I am talking here about Bhagwati Charanvohra. Massacre at Chaliyawala Park agitated him and he plunged into the freedom struggle. He did BA from National College and the most influencing event in his life was the Russian revolution which saw communism as a solution to the India's poverty unemployment and exploitative social condition. For this he contacted M.N. Roy in Soviet Union and began smuggling and distributing Vanguard the journal which Roy edited. So from here you can see that how he was being influenced by the Russian revolution. His anticipated famous Marxist psychiatrist Franz Fanon, who wrote about the emancipatory role of revolutionary violence for the subject race of the people, is very, very popular. He was a gifted writer, effective writer, a voracious reader, who established a very important youth organization. In Punjab. Along with the Bhagat Singh and others. Yes dear all. It was nojavan Bharat Sava. And this later. Transformed into. Hindustan Socialist Republican Association. Which got engaged into the wallet attacks. To attract youth. And later. As we all know that how it developed an attack on the special train carrying the voice royal Lord Irwin in 1929. Shiv Verma, a compatriot of Vora, notes his, in his memoirs that Bhagwati Charan was one of the tallest intellectuals and the propagandist of HSRA. So, dear all, his philosophy is something which was related to bomb. Yes, in his philosophy of bomb, he had clearly featured a debate between the revolutionaries and the Mahatma Gandhi. And in that book, he has explained many things. He has justified the real meaning of revolution. Now what was that? For him the revolution was the word which would mean more than a change of masters as it will lead to the birth of new order of things, a new state. So com- so we can see a completely different meaning of the word revolution. Right? he justified his mind by saying that violence is a physical force okay we all know this that violence is a physical force which when applied for committing injustice has a very important impact on the psychology of those who are subjugated it's an effective force so this was necessary according to him and it's important to instill the fear in the minds of the oppressors and that is why he highlighted the role of violence. His violence was not related to harming of others. He has stressed on this word revolutionary violence so that the oppressors they should develop a fear in their minds. He died on 28th May 1930 while testing a bomb on the banks of River Ravi. This bomb was a device which was required for proposed rescue of Singh and others under the trial in Lahore conspiracy case but it, it exploded and yes, he died on 28th May, 1930, leaving an inspiration for others. His thoughts, his words are still alive and those words are with us. We are forgetting him. So it's time to remember his words and develop such thoughts that whenever you see any injustice in your life you can use the word violence you can apply it in your life if you find that even after doing a lot of peaceful sacrifices or I can say even by using the peaceful persuasions if you think that a person is not Listening to you, you can use it. In that case, it is justified. It is justified as it will definitely help you not to be a subjugated person. You will not fall prey to injustice. Believe me and follow me. And most importantly, stay connected with me to know more till then take very good care of yourself and bye-bye.